It's Friday, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible booth thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And if you're a new listener, you're starting uh, your audible journey with me with a very fun episode. This is the podcast where we discuss ghost stories, true crime, and crazy shit that I find online. So yay. Hosted by me, the dopest solo podcaster no one's heard of. You know it. I want to go ahead, uh, first things first, a shout out to all my kick-ass listeners, new and returning, because there are millions of podcasts out there. And, you know, you guys decided to listen to little old me, tee <laughs> as my wise homegirls from the I Said Goddamn podcast would say. I appreciate you motherfuckers. <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> so, um... What's new with me this week? Uh, hmm, I don't know. Maybe I went fucking viral on the internet? Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> and all by accident, I made a TikTok, a uh, video on my TikTok re- reacting to another video that involved Donald Trump and, and President Obama, uh, because he's still my motherfucking president as far as I'm concerned. And, um, <laughs> and the pandemic that we are experiencing right now. So I was talking about that. So I'll play a clip so you can um, hear it. But it does, it doesn't really do the video justice, because I don't really say anything. I'm just reacting to what I'm hearing to what our what our president is saying. And once again, when I say our president, I'm talking about President Obama. Um, <laughs> but you, you may have already scrolled past it in your own social media feeds at some point, but if you saw the video of uh, a black girl with dreads sipping coffee while President Obama was explaining that he tried to help us prepare for this pandemic all along, that is the video that I'm talking about. So I'll go ahead and play a clip of it and then um, we'll get back into this shit. Nobody knew there'd be a pandemic or an epidemic of this proportion. About five years, three months, and 17 days earlier. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu like the Spanish flu crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment and we're further along to be able to catch it. It is a smart investment for us to make. It's not just insurance. It is knowing that down the road, we're going to continue to have problems like this, particularly in a globalized world. Mind you, the video I made isn't original whatsoever. Like so many people made a video just like it. But for some reason, people chose to share my video around. Now, I made it on TikTok. That's pretty much how TikTok works. You find a video or an audio that you like or you find interesting and you make your own version of it. You know, and that's what it is. You know, there's no money involved or anything like that. But a few um, well-known people have shared my video on their platforms or commented on the video itself. 
And, you know, no means am I trying to brag, but I am super excited. Okay, I'm lying. I'm bragging. Listen, sometimes you need to toot your own horn. Beep, beep, motherfucker. This is my time. Okay? I got to get in on this. (laughs) You know, I got to get on this while I can. Because I'm super excited because nothing like this has ever happened before. At least not to me. And uh, as I've said to so many people, as soon as one of the Kardashians farts, a SoundCloud rapper dies or another racist asshole posts another racist video online, I will be yesterday's news. I will. I'm telling you, you just, one of the Kardashians is bound to fart. It's, it's going to happen. Okay. So, um, oh, Steve Harvey shared my video on his radio show, um, Instagram page, DL Hughley. He shared it on his Instagram page and a few others have as well. And my favorite thus so far was uh, Valerie B. Jarrett. She shared it on her Instagram Instagram page. And for those of you who uh, don't know who she is, she's the senior advisor to Barack Obama. So, but what really got me excited is that she posted the video, okay, on her page. And Michelle Obama commented on the video and she said, and I quote, this, this is in all caps, this exclamation point mic drop with a microphone emoji bitch don't you know I about died when the first lady saw my face when I, when I realized I was like "Ooh, the first lady saw my face I'm not gonna lie like <laughs> oh my god I would I, ooh, I would love to have a smoke sesh with her but I don't think Michelle Obama smokes but if she did I would <laughs> oh man so yeah that's a little something that happened to me recently that I shared not a big deal whatever you know, just the first lady knows who I am. So whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Somehow, um, she has not phoned me directly yet. That's weird, but you know, moving on. Okay. So let's get back to the podcast. Um, it's not very often that I have awesome things, you know, about my life to share. So I just had to get that out. So last week we discussed the strangest things found in hotel rooms. And it's easy to forget something inside of a hotel room, which is one of the reasons, you know, when I say hotel rooms, I never really fully unpack. Yeah, I know. My shit stays in my lock suitcase in the closet because, you know, I feel like sometimes people steal. So I also keep my shit locked up. But <laughs> but the thing that um, that these people found in their hotel rooms was fucking insane. Yeah, guys, I even did a um, a read um, with the, with the of the transcript, a cold read, mind you, attempting two different accents, Spanish and Australian, which sounded shitty, really bad. And the 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 Australian accent, it it sounded like a shitty British attempt. I, I don't know. I might need to do a part two of um of uh you know strange things left in hotel rooms. I don't know. There's a lot of shit. I had to like pick a few, you know. But let me know via Twitter at it's pro silly, at it's pro silly because you know we got a Twitter page now. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, if you have any episode ideas, you can also send them to me there as well. So this week, this week we are going to talk about some ghosts yeah yep ghostesses it's a paranormal week bitches you damn right 
Um, one of the one of the best things about my podcast is that there is never just one topic. I mean, like you got true crime. I do paranormal, you know, and I, and I also enjoy the Internet. So there's just so many things that I enjoy talking about. I'm like, listen, I, I don't want to be caught in a box in a box. I want to be like out that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> want to be outside that motherfucker. All right. Plus, you know, I, I, I take my silliness seriously. You know, hence the existence of this podcast. And I, ins- I, I insert a little silly in every topic that I discuss. So, yeah, and we have fun. We get creeped out and sometimes even learn something. So, yeah, make sure you pay attention at the end of my podcast episodes when I give you your professionally silly life rules. <laughs> Before we jump into the creepy, if you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device do me the biggest favor anyone has ever asked you in your life hook a bitch up what five star rating and a written review pretty please on the professionally silly podcast on apple podcast i i know a lot of it's a lot to ask i know but i needs your help okay <laughs> doing this will actually help my podcast grow and it excites the shit out of me to to think that uh, that's a possibility, especially being a solo podcaster. It ain't easy. It ain't easy being green. Okay. Yay me. Um, also, uh, if you want to join in, uh, join in on the silly, you can always call text, you know, uh, my Google voice number as well. Cause I want to hear what you gotta say. Um, 805-664-1828. Let's get pro silly with this podcast. Y'all let's go. Yeah. Did you hear that ominous sound? That means shit's about to get real ominous. Ominous. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Whatever. Okay. So our first ghost, our first ghost story, excuse me, is very interesting. There are a few friends that are playing with a Ouija board, which first of all, I've said this many, many times. I do not fuck with Ouija boards. I do not fuck with Ouija boards, okay, because they can open up a, a doors to a spirit world or a portal, a portal that we, we don't understand or we were even aware existed, okay. Not to mention, using a Ouija board means you have to touch it, and the spirit manipulates you in order to communicate. That shit could lead to possession. So no, thank you, no, ma'am, no, sir, not I. Pass, hard pass. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me. They were playing with a Ouija board and they actually made contact with a spirit. This particular spirit said that they were an, uh, an Alaskan Eskimo. So they decided to ask him when he died and he responded with 1916. So clearly they got themselves an old ass ghost, you know, over there about a hundred years old. So then the friends decided to ask the girls how he died. And the ghost spelled out A-J-A-X. That spells out Ajax. Now, of course, this was like extremely exciting to them because they had never communicated with a spirit before. And they're getting pretty clear answers to their questions. So it's like, whoa, you know, and I I can tell you firsthand that it's an amazing experience as long as they aren't, you know, evil. (laughs) <laughs> Once things get evil, it, it's it's time to wrap up, <laughs> in my opinion, you know. So they decided to, in the session, 
and said that and they said their goodbyes. But of course, at this point, they are a bit curious about, you know, what the spirit told them. So they decided to uh, do some research online and they found out that there was an Alaskan battleship that went into battle in 1916 uh, that was called the Ajax. Now, that was the same year that the Alaskan Eskimo said that he died. So I decided to take it upon myself to Google it to see how real this was. Granted, I did not do too much research into it, but there was a battleship called the Ajax that was indeed part of uh, World War I. And from the information that I could gather, it was uh, a battleship for the Royal Navy, and the Ajax was assigned to the Mediterranean fleet who took uh, part in the Allied intervention in the Russian Civil War. So, I don't know. I I couldn't find any um, information, like, specifically about the Alaskan Eskimo pertaining to the year 1916, uh, or even adding in my research for the Ajax battleship. I couldn't find a connection between the Eskimo or the, or the, or the Ajax. Um, but, you know, I, I did look at several maps to see which oceans were closest to where the battle would have been. But then I remembered it was a world war, so people were fighting everywhere. <laughs> so whether uh, whether or not, I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> it's, it's a world war. I mean, all the all the oceans are full of war, all of them. Okay, so whether or not uh, this ghost story is true or not, I it definitely has all the markings of a creepy, creepy story. But if you have to look at it, okay, if you look at it like this. Where else would she have gotten the name of the battleship unless the spirit was poisoned by actual Ajax cleaner in 1916? You know, the stuff that you use to clean your tub and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the chances are pretty slim. <laughs> so maybe, perhaps, there is a chance that the spirit actually was on the Ajax battleship or the Ajax battleship caused his demise. You know, at least at least the years match up, which is kind of interesting, too. So, yeah, there might be something here. And by the way, Ajax cleaning agent uh, was introduced in 1947. So your girl had to look it up real quick. <laughs> uh, God bless Wikipedia. So uh, I don't know if you guys believe in ghosts or not, but either way, hearing them is always entertaining hearing the stories you know and uh the next story is super creepy creepy as fuck and honestly i cannot tell you what i would have done how i would have reacted to this but it's this is a story that's called the boy who hung himself uh we have a man who shares his experience at a friend's house and it's pretty spooky all right so it reads I was at a friend's house when I was passed out on the couch, woke up a bit later, and realized it was time for me to go. I got up and noticed my buddy's light on in his room, but the door was shut. I walked by the door and told him I was leaving because I had to work in the a.m. He said, yep, see ya. I went to the fridge to grab my drink, walked back by his room, and said, later dude. And he said, yep. Something didn't seem legit. Didn't sound quite like him. 
So I opened the door. No one was there. No one was in the house. I went outside, and his truck was gone. So obviously I freaked the fuck out. I called his cell, and he had left to go to McDonald's 15 minutes prior. I bolted outside, and I waited for him to get home. Now, he told me the kid that used to live there years ago hung himself in the attic, and ever since he lived there, there has been strange things that he notices and voices. This was confirmed by the neighbor, the kid's older brother. After that, just about anyone who goes over there has a weird experience. My buddy has dealt with it for years. When it gets weird, he yells out loud, leave me alone. And he says the weird vibes stop for a bit, but they always come back. Bruh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> and also, that's what you get for opening the door without knocking first. He said he noticed that the light was on, but the door was closed. And because <laughs> and because when his friend said, yep, the second time it didn't sound like him. So he opened the door. Okay. He didn't say shit about knocking on it first. What if his friend was like cuffing the carrot? You know what I'm saying? Painting his pickle. Playing his skin flute. You know what I'm trying to say. It's just never a good idea to enter a man's room when the door is closed without knocking. You you could be a victim of a stray shot. I'm just saying. You got to think about that. <laughs> also, the fact that he waited for his friend to come back is weird. I would have just left. Bro, something talked to me in your room. Nobody was there. I'll see you never. <laughs> That was if I was a normal person, but I am a paranormal investigator. I would have went home, grabbed my investigating equipment, came back, and we would have done something. <laughs> but um, most people would have already changed their name and number at that time. We're no longer friends. It's been nice knowing you, Steve, but we're just this is the this is where our relationship ends. <laughs> but also, you know, he was a good friend to make sure that his you know, that his buddy. Um, you know, didn't have to handle whatever the situation was, you know, by himself. And the fact that the story of the guy who hung himself was confirmed by his younger brother, who just happens to live next door, is creepy as fuck. I don't think I could live next door to the property uh, someone I knew and loved uh, fucking killed themselves in. I could not. No, 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 no. It's ugh. I couldn't do that. But, you know, ghost stories are always scariest when the stories can be confirmed. It's just how it is. Oh, man. Okay, so this next one is interesting, but, um, oh, (laughs) did did that sound explain the tone of this? I hope it did. I've had several different stories very similar to this one. I've heard so many, and, um... Every single time, I immediately want to turn my phone off. Oh, God. Okay, so this one is called The Cell Phone, and it reads, excuse me, it reads, a couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone, and she told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. 
at around 11.20, she, that's really fucking specific, <laughs> at around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked into his room and saw that he wasn't there. Then she ran over to her room and found him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes like you know, background, banner, etc. But then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until one of the pictures remained. When she saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. First of all, the fact that she even let her kid play on her phone is weird to me. I don't know. I got a lot of pictures in my phone that people, you know, may not want your children to see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, children also have the tendency to break and or lose everything they touch and see. So they don't even have to touch it. They just look at it and you can't find it again. It's it just, I don't know. But I, I can't speak for her, but I sure as hell cannot afford to replace my cell phone. So I am a podcaster with 12 listeners and a YouTuber with 20 viewers. I'm also a stand-up comedian. Money is not something that I'm around often. Uh, what does it look like? I hear it's purple. I don't know. <laughs> also, who the fuck is the old lady in the photo? Half her face. Why just half your face? What are you? You're already a ghost. Just. You know, <laughs> let us see everything. <laughs> you know? God, also, does her, I just don't know if her cell phone has a warranty that includes a uh, haunted phone replacement. <laughs> These are the questions that we have to ask ourselves. <laughs> ah, shit, that's creepy, though. Holy balls. Are you into the secret histories of exorcisms, Christmas massacres, killdozers, and concert disasters? How about haunted mansions, the Philadelphia Experiment, the Dorm of Death, or candy corn? Then you're going to love Ghost Town, a hilarious and sometimes not so hilarious twice-weekly podcast. On Wednesdays, we discuss the secret history of an abandoned, unexplored, haunted, or mysterious place from anywhere in the world. And on Fridays, we cover an amazing historical failure from any time in history. Ghost Town is 100% safe and legal. We guarantee it. It's also fun, spooky, and can contain a riot, a massacre, a murder, or an arch deluxe. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And, and this, this is Ghost, Ghost Town. Town. And you can find Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. I, I gotta tell you, that that's the perfect podcast trailer to play right now, especially for this episode. And I just discovered Ghost Town legit this week. And I fucking fell in love with them. And I'm like, I think uh, episode five or something. The last episode I heard was the um, old LA Zoo, which is very interesting because I've actually been there <laughs> on my YouTube channel when I did an episode of Paranormal Blacktivity. We went to the old LA Zoo and uh, had a um, investigation there. We got two videos on that. So check that out on my YouTube channel, Professionally Silly, and uh, go to the playlist Paranormal Blacktivity and you can uh, catch those 
those two videos from that location there. But yes, please check out the podcast Ghost Town right after you finish listening to all of mine. Um, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but they are great. <clears throat> Maybe I can convince them to collab with me and um, we can do a paranormal investigation for my YouTube channel and they can do something live for their podcast. That'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, um, let's see if we can get them to join me maybe on this podcast or something. I don't know. I just want to do something with them. I love them. And I, and I believe they're in the LA area, so it might be possible. Okay. So, um, I'll tell you this when, uh, for, for this next ghost story, we, we have a girl who shared her experience that, that she had with her friends. So she was an amateur ghost hunter and she had a friend at the time whose house was haunted. So of course, having a friend who actually lives in a haunted house gave her access to finally see how good of a paranormal investigator she was, which I can completely understand because when I first started doing paranormal investigations, I was always excited when someone I knew had access to a place that we could investigate. That shit's titties, man. I love it. It's so much fun. So because uh, usually paranormal investigators want to go to places that they had to, we got to go to places that we had to pay a lot of money to visit, or it's really far away, or it's private property, and they don't, you know, you don't have access. So if you know someone who's willing to let you investigate, you fucking grab your dowsing rods and get to work. That's what you do. So um, they decided to do an EVP session first in the master bedroom. And that is where her uh, friend's grandparents died. For So for those of you who don't know what an EVP is, it stands for electronic voice phenomenon. Essentially, <clears throat> excuse me, essentially they are, it's not Corona, swear. They, they are ghostly voices that have been recorded on electric, electronic devices. Uh, I have definitely experienced my share of EVP recordings. Oh my God, side note idea. Maybe we should do a podcast episode or episodes, <laughs> plural, on like EVP recordings. Oh, that, that, that would rock so hard. Mm. I was thirsty, excuse me throat is dry as fuck. Okay, so let's get back to the ghost story. She and her friends begin to ask questions during the EVP session, but they seem to be taunting the spirit. They asked uh, the spirits questions like, um, do you want us to leave? And what would you do if we didn't leave? And they had received a response that said, harm, H-A-R-M, harm. Wait, yeah, I spelled it right. <laughs> See, if a spirit you are communicating with is using words like that, it's probably time to end the session as soon as possible because uh, shit's about to get real and you're being warned. You know what I mean? Now, almost immediately, several of her friends started complaining of stomach pains and headaches. And, ha and to be honest with you, if you are feeling physical pain and sickness, that like that, it, it could mean several different things when dealing with the paranormal. It can mean the spirit wants you to feel the pain that it felt at one point. <clears throat> it could also mean that it wants to inflict pain onto you for whatever reason. And or perhaps your body is simply reacting to something that it can't understand. So it's like freaking out, you know, and bottom bottom line is maybe even other 
reasons, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm, none of this is down to a science yet. Um, but, you know, or, you know, it's just bottom line is ghosts, um, or at least some of them, <laughs> they do have the power to harm us. They do. They have the power to harm us in the physical world, which is why I'm always saying it's, it's fun, you know, to do, and it may be fun to watch, but people who do paranormal investigations, when you're looking at YouTube or you're looking at, you know, these videos and things like that, I'm sure not all of them are fake. Some of them are for entertainment purposes only, but for the, for the, those of us who are actually real paranormal investigators, uh, we, we are risking ourselves in doing this, you know, it's safer for you, the audience that's watching, but, uh, the people who were there, even my friends that I bring are very surprised at the things that they experience when we investigate and it it can be dangerous if you're not careful, but anywho, um, Ghosts, oh, by the way, ghosts can also cause psychological and emotional harm to us as well. And don't even get me started on demons. Oh, my God. De- Ugh, demons. Ugh, Ugh. Don't get me started. Okay, so back to the story. <laughs> so after a few of her friends feeling sick, they, they said they were feeling sick, they decided to change locations and take their paranormal ignorance to the kitchen. And I had to throw a little shade, y'all you know, because they're ignorant as fuck. So they moved into the kitchen and decided to continue their EVP session there. The mood seemed to change and the immature, (laughs) I'm sorry, amateur investigator, same, felt the need to pray. Okay, so she puts her hands together and did just that. But while she was praying, one of her friends told her that her hands were being pulled apart by something. So she opened her eyes to look, but her vision was blurry. She even said she felt a little disoriented. Now, while she was trying to gather herself, she heard her friends say that they heard footsteps coming from the basement. Now, of course, being curious and stupid, she got up to investigate and saw a horned shadow slowly coming up the basement stairs. So for some insane reason, and to be honest with you, this, this is the kind of shit that makes me think she was a white girl. Um, (laughs) and you'll understand why in a second, she decided to yell at the horned shadow figure. And I want to, I want to make sure you heard the description. She yells at this horned shadow figure (laughs) and says, do your worst. I'm not afraid. Bitch, the fuck? What about the people around you? Like, <laughs> yo, if I were her friend, I would have punched that bitch in the face right then and there. Especially after we just saw a horn shadow figure. Okay, we're not feeling good. I got a, a headache. My stomach hurt. And you go, okay, do your worst. The, the worst I felt like had already been done at that point. <laughs> you know, but see now you, now you understand, uh, why I think this person was probably a white girl. Okay. You gotta be white privileged as hell to think that you can disrespect a fucking demon and get away with it. Like goddamn Karen's walking around pissing off demons and shit. Good Lord. <laughs> okay. That privilege only goes so far. <laughs> okay, the paranormal world to give a fuck who your daddy is. <laughs> I don't give a damn if you know the owner. <laughs> I'm a demon. It's crazy. Okay, anyway. Uh 
So she tells the horned, uh, the horned shadow dude that she's not scared and to do its worst. So she won't. So then this bitch wakes up on the floor five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do your worst. <laughs> oh, what happened? I don't What's going on? <laughs> My assumption is that this horn shadow dude knocked her the fuck out. I don't know. That's what I would have assumed. And uh, she <laughs> she was talking shit. And my horned homie don't play that, okay? Anywho, she woke up with uh, she woke up, and her friend said that she smelled like smoke. I don't know, maybe the demon dragged her to hell for a few minutes. <laughs> but when uh, she got home later, she noticed a handprint on her ankle, and when she touched it, it hurt like hell. So she decided to go to church and ask for help. The priest there was like. Um, Hey, I'm going to put some holy water on your ankle real quick. Also, uh, maybe don't taunt demons on your spare time. Don't do that. That's, you shouldn't do that. feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that. Anyway, here's some holy water. So <laughs> the priest pours the holy water onto her ankle, and she said it felt like her skin was being set on fire, which, uh, I have to be honest, does not sound like a good sign. Now, a few weeks later, her and her, uh, her and a few of her friends, they started having um, like these threatening, horrifying nightmares. Uh, you know, they were being taunted by the same old man in a black suit. Like they're being taunted by the same old dude. Now, let me start by saying everything this bitch did during this paranormal investigation was wrong as fuck. Um, so if you ever want to do a paranormal investigation, just do everything the opposite of what she did. Also have someone with you who knows what the fuck they're doing. If you absolutely have to do it, please research, ask, you know, just don't be dumb. (laughs) First thing is, uh, don't do, don't, don't investigate the paranormal. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Second, don't taunt horned shadows. What the fuck? I, I should not have to say that. And chances are this girl and her friends themselves could be haunted or even possessed because of their stupidity. And that would explain the nightmares that are constantly uh, constantly threatening them, especially if they are all seeing the same old man in the black suit. That entity, in my opinion, has attached itself to them. Okay, um, trigger fucking alert, guys. This... This this boy's story is horrifying because you you get to hear what caused the the ghost to exist in the first place. So I guess this is a mini true crime portion for this episode. Uh brace yourselves because even I had to take a break after coming across the story for the podcast. It's yeah. It's called The Boy Who Lived. Um all right, here it is. When I was 2 years old, My uncle committed a double murder and suicide. He was a meth head and had been taking money from my grandmother, and finally one day she told him no more. That just happened to be the day I was at their house. He went to his room and brought out a shotgun. He shot my grandfather in his face. My grandmother ran and grabbed me. He shot her in the back. She dropped me and rolled over. He pulled out a big knife and hit her in the neck with it. He turned his attention to me. I remember this vividly. I was crying 
and he picked me up, rocked me for a minute, and sat me in my swing. Then he pointed the shotgun right at my face. Then all of a sudden he just stopped, like something was fighting with him, like physically preventing him from blowing me into a million pieces. Next thing I know, the gun is in his mouth, and bang! That is all I remember. My parents never told me a single thing about it, and up until a year ago, they didn't know I knew about it. When I was, when I told my dad, he starts crying and tells me how I was just swinging in my swinger like someone was pushing me. I had forgotten about it until I was like 13, and then all of a sudden I remembered. It fucked with my head for a while. Oh, I can, I cannot even imagine being a child and remembering something like that. I can barely imagine being an adult and remembering something like that. And uh, okay, and, and the fact when he said it was like something was fighting with him, like physically preventing him from blowing me into a million parts. And then, and then he said that when they found him, they, his dad told him that uh, it was he was just swinging in his swinging chair like someone was pushing him. That, oh my goodness, is it okay? Is it possible that his grandmother's ghost protected him even in death, and not just after death, but immediately after death? No, I'm I'm definitely not an expert in the paranormal, like I've said before, but I I have immersed myself in the subject, but there's still so many unknowns. But judging from the movie Casper, uh, (laughs) you you have to learn how to be a ghost first. You know, you got to figure it out. You remember Casper had to learn how to be a ghost and move things around and shit. Uh, but this, but not this grandma. She mastered it in seconds, or maybe the grandfather. Who knows? Either way, neither one of them had been dead very long. You know what I mean? So, a, a grandparent's love is strong, y'all. It's strong. So this next one is is sad, but it's also kind of sweet. And if I were this, if I were this person, this had happened to me, I would not be afraid. I would be uh, curious thankful even definitely intrigued but uh, this one is called my best friend called me after she died and it reads my friend called me after she passed away true story my best friend died of cancer back in 2002 and we were incredibly close in every way and we spent the majority of our free time together almost a year after she died I was in my apartment sleeping and my phone rang around 3 a.m. I was really groggy and picked up the phone from my nightstand and looked at it. I saw it was my friend's number. I immediately became alert and awake and answered the phone, very curious. I said hello a few times, but all I could hear was a very loud static for about 30 seconds. Eventually, the call ended, and at this point I was freaking out and I called the number back, but only to get an automatic recording saying this number was out of service. Then I called her mother's house to see if possibly her older sister may have had my friend's old phone, perhaps, and might have called me by accident. But there was no answer at my friend's mother's home. 
Come to find out, the remaining family was away in Miami. After they came home a few a few days later, I took the phone to them and showed them the call log, and they were in disbelief. They went to my friend's room and got the phone out of the drawer, where it had been sitting for months. The battery was stone cold dead. Oh, wow. First thing, I'm definitely not surprised uh, that this happened around 3 a.m. That tends to be the ghostly hour. Now, how else would you explain that phenomenon? How how could you? I, I know that there are a lot of people out there that do not believe in ghosts or spiritual connections or paranormal activity, whatever you want to call it. I know it's very easy to be skeptical of something unless you've experienced it for yourself. And also, uh, cell phones, from my recollection, don't really make static sounds. They just cut off. You know, the calls drop and you end up talking to yourself for 20 minutes before you realize that the call has ended. <laughs> but not to mention, she called the number right back, like immediately, and it was out of order. It was out of service. And why, I mean, you know, and why would the family uh, keep the phone charged anyway? Why would they continue paying that that, that phone bill? You know, that's, that's one kind of... I don't know. It, it it just this one just kind of sent chill, chills up my spine. It, it did, and um, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Okay, because um, I had a friend of mine pass away a couple of years ago, um, and his name is Keenan, and I actually made a podcast uh, episode tribute to him. It was just a few minutes, um, you know. So if you want to listen to it, you can. It it's available still. Anyways, his name was Keenan, and, and um, he was murdered. And um, not uh, long after he passed, I had another friend whose daughter has a gift. And sometimes spirits reach out and communicate with her. And my friend Keenan reached out through her to me. And um, her mother was texting me all these things because I couldn't speak to her. I was, I was working. I was at work. And she was texting these things to me saying that... Um, saying things that a nine-year-old girl wouldn't know or really understand. For instance, um, what a fraternity is. Uh, Keenan, uh, when Keenan was in college, he pledged for fraternity. And my friend's daughter, um, she even knew that their, their colors, you know. And this went on for months, but not incessantly. She asked me, her daughter texted me. Um, after a while, you know, she just let her kid text me and... Uh, she asked me what a noop was, and uh, I looked it up, and it's like a term that they use for uh, Greek fraternity. So I was like, what the fuck? It was just, it was crazy. And I actually remember that um, I was editing one of my YouTube videos, and I was having uh, trouble editing it because I was having like a creative block. And my friend allows her daughter to text me again, telling me, Keenan says, you got this, or Keenan said, don't give up or something along those lines. And because I was so frustrated, uh, it, it was as if he could see, I'm sorry. It was, it was as if he could see that frustration, you know, that I was experiencing at the time because Keenan himself was, um, was an actor and a comedian and he was, uh, he did so much, you know, and, um, which is, um, 
one of the reasons why we connected so well. I mean, I met him in Los Angeles, but it turns out we grew up in the same area in Atlanta. Uh, But our paths never crossed until I moved to Los Angeles in my mid-20s, and we're about the same age. And um, sometimes I feel like I can... Sometimes I feel like I can feel his smile, if that makes sense, because he's... He has such a warm smile. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, I know that that sounds weird, but I can sometimes feel him. I'm so sorry. I I miss him. (laughs) And um, Keenan was a wonderful human being. I'm sorry. I got all sad. I just I really miss him. And this just reminded me of him. So I'm gonna take a quick break. And um, we'll come back with our very first listener ghost story, which I'm really excited about. I just need to get myself together so we can bring back the silly. Oh, God. We'll be right back. Hey, true crime listeners, check out our podcast, I Said Goddamn. We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by two besties who like to share messed up cases that make you say goddamn. Every Sunday, we try to one-up each other's story by sharing a horrific case the other has never heard of. Along the way, we splash in some wildly inappropriate jokes and colorful language. Listen every Sunday from any of your favorite podcast directories. Also, follow us on Twitter at ISGDpodcast or visit our website, isgdpodcast.com. Okay, guys, I'm black. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. Well, I'm also black, but that's it's not what I meant to say. <laughs> that was funny. Um, both of those statements would be true. Um, so as I said, um, oh, my goodness. First, first of all, I apologize from for getting all emotional earlier. Oh, that was a toughie. I didn't, I didn't expect that to uh, pop up in my brain cells. Um, So as I said before, we have ourselves our very first listener ghost story ever on this podcast. So clearly I am super pumped to read it. And by the way, I have not read this email yet. So I have no idea what her ghost story is about. Uh, So this will be a cold read and I hope I don't fuck it up. Uh, first off, shout out to Khadijah for sending in our first ghost story. And uh, if anyone else would like to send in uh, listener stories to my podcast, uh, my email address is it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Once again, it's professionally silly at gmail.com. And it's down in the show notes as well. If you want to just go ahead and copy and paste it or what have you. Um, hold on. Holy, wait a minute, hold on a second. Uh, you guys are not going to believe this. Right, right as I was telling you the email for the podcast, I received an email with another ghost story. What the fuck? That is eerie as hell. Oh my God. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. I could be grasping at straws here, but I was just talking about my friend Keenan earlier. And he was also a content creator, actor, director, singer, and so much more. So he completely understands. And, 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 and what I'm trying to do, like, and I'm saying understands in, in present tense, because, you know, <laughs> he gets what it's like to have a goal. And to chase your dreams, especially dealing in the creative arts. I don't know. Maybe once again, I'm grasping at straws, but it was definitely a a crazy sentimental coincidence if it was one, you know, so. Well, okay. So we will have two cool listener stories for this episode. And I have not read either of their stories yet. So this should be interesting. Uh, let me just sip on some of this agua. Mm. So we all start off with um, Khadija's story. And um, okay. Okay, so one night about 20 years ago. Jeesh, I'm old. Girl, <laughs> most of us have lived about 20 years at least. <laughs> she goes on to say, I was sitting in the living room with my mom watching TV. We had a family room that my mom didn't allow us to sit in. I had one too. What the fuck was that about? What? (laughs) I had a room like that too. I mean, you could sit in there, but everything in there was white. So it was like, you didn't want to sit in there. Why? What? What is this? I don't understand why people have rooms like that. Anyways, (laughs) she had to walk through that room to get to the living room that I'm going to, let me start back here. Okay. So we they had uh we had a family room that my mom didn't allow us to sit in that we had to walk through to get to the living room and I was sitting facing the living room out of the corner of my eye I see this guy sitting with his legs crossed and his arms behind his head just chilling oh what the fuck so I started freaking out and told my mom that there was a guy in the living room all while still looking at the TV <laughs> laugh out loud so she was so she was so confused. She was sitting on the couch behind a wall so she couldn't see inside the living room. She leaned forward to look, but she didn't see anything. At this point, I'm totally panicking. I keep telling her that there is a man sitting on the couch and she thinks I have lost my mind. She then proceeds to stand up and walk into the living room. I'm crying, asking her not to go. I was like, I, it, it was like I was stuck. I couldn't move. I just kept telling her not to go in there. So she goes into the living room. She goes into the living room, looks around, and then sits right on his lap. I flipped out. Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit, Khadijah. (laughs) I am so into this. So Khadijah goes on to say, she thought I was joking and then went back to watch TV. Fast forward to the next day, her best friend came over to visit and I was talking to her while standing in the living room. Her friend thought one of my brothers was sitting on the couch in the living room and said while turning towards the couch, now you know your mama don't want nobody sitting in there. But when she turned around, no one was there. She screamed bloody murder and ran out the door. I was in, I was in there. I was, uh, I was standing in there looking confused because what the fuck just happened when she got home and called my mom and told her 
and told her she was never coming over to our house again because we have ghosts. Of course, my mom didn't believe her until the next night when she got home late from work and there was two of them. What the fuck, Khadijah? Oh my God. She, okay. Oh, you, they multiplying bitch. Okay. When she got home from work, there was two of them sitting on the couch waiting for her to get home. They was waiting on, uh, uh, she tells me that she stopped dead in her tracks and said, it's okay. I'm home now. Thank you for watching my kids. And then they went away. I never saw them again. But my, I I was shocked right there. But my mom said they used to play with her toes and nose while she slept. She said she could see their faces clear as day. It was my brother that was shot and killed at a young age. Oh my God. And my aunt's son that passed away. Still freaks me out every time I think about it. Oh my God. Oh, first of all, Khadijah. I'm sorry for your loss. That is, that's crazy. Oh my God. So your mom knew about it or, or at least she found out about it later and she, she realized who they were. So she wasn't afraid, but I feel like mama could have like passed on that info. Like, listen, uh, it's family. We're good. I had to go to work. I asked the ghost to babysit, make sure y'all wasn't doing crazy shit. They're going to report back to me later on. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like ghosts would make great snitches. They got nothing to lose. (laughs) Oh, that's me adding a little silly to it, to a very uh, traumatizing story. Good God, Khadijah. Thank you so much for sharing that with with the Professionally Silly Podcast, sharing that with me and uh, and, and all two of my listeners. Jesus Christ. I can't. Words, man. Words. Oh my God. Okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> so this next listener story is, uh, from, um, I don't want to, I'm, oh God, I don't know. I'm going to mess up his name. His name is Pride, 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 Rike, Rikai. What? Okay. It's spelled P-R-I-T-A-Y. And the last name is R-I-K-A-Y. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I wonder if it, like it might mean something like where that name could derive from. All right, so let's go to the, the next story. Uh, he, he emailed it to me and he said I could use his name. <laughs> uh, he said, yes, you can use my name, laugh out loud. Because I always make it, you know, if you want to send me an email, you'll let me know if I can use your name. Like, you know, so pretty much sign it how you don't mind me reading it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. It says, yes, you can use my name, LOL. So my mom brought over a hundred year old, bought, bought over a hundred year old house when I was 15. The people still live with us. The people still lived with us for six months after the sale. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. And then he goes on to say, that's a whole other story. Please send that in. <laughs> we want to know. We need updates. Uh, by the way, if you send me a ghost story or any type of story for the podcast and there is an update to it, please send that to me. We want to know. Um, but their grandkids told us that there was a kind older spirit upstairs where my room was. Upstairs, we had the occasional door slam 
which I blamed on the air conditioning turning on or off. But one night while watching late night pop-up video, really? Is that still on? Pop-up, pop-up video. You remember that where they play the music videos and like little interesting facts just pop up? I used to love that. All right. So um, one night while watching late night pop-up video, the power went out. I heard a loud crash in the basement, then footsteps running to the main floor. The door swung open and I, and I thought, oh my God. Okay. The door, that's creepy. I got, I got disturbed and forgot how to read. (laughs) The door swung open and I thought curling into a ball on the couch with my eyes closed was safe. (laughs) That's, that's usually the go-to safety (laughs) safety position. Either put the covers over your head because obviously ghosts, demons, and uh, serial killers, they cannot penetrate uh, the steel that is your blanket. <laughs> so, he says in parentheses, oh, and holding my dog who was shaking in fear. Oh, the puppy. Oh, I don't give a shit about you, but the puppy. Oh, I have this thing where I love animals more than people because they're so awesome and people suck so much ass. I'm not saying that that pre-tie sucks ass. He doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Uh, He goes on to say, I then heard running through every room in the house. Then it stopped in front of me. I, oh my God, holy shit. I opened my eyes and saw a dark human like figure and it quickly, and I quickly shut them again. Oh my God. Oh, what a shit. I would have shit immediately. I would have shit immediately on the couch, probably on the dog and it would have been okay. Oh my God. So, okay, huh. so he shut his eyes quickly again and he goes on to say, as I did, it ran upstairs and slammed all the doors shut. It ran back downstairs and stood in front of me again. Oh, oh my God. I, this does not sound like a friendly old spirit. Okay, their grandkids said it was a kind older spirit. This sounds like just not just the opposite of that description. Okay, so he goes on to say, I screamed, go away, and it ran through two rooms, then the basement, slamming the door behind it, and the lights came back on. I have, I have multiple others like, uh, I have multiple others like talking to ghosts, when I was a kid, but this, this already is too long. (laughs) Love ya. Hope you enjoy the crazy story. First of all, you son of a bitch. I am so stupid. The name is pretty Ricky, but it's spelled differently. (laughs) I feel dumb as fuck. Oh my god. If there this what a mad gap what a mad gap moment I was forced into. It's pretty Ricky. He just spells it differently, like pretty Ricky. I'm dumb as fuck. No wonder. <laughs> he didn't seem to mind that I used his name. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but first of all, pretty Ricky. That was oh that was hilarious. Son of a bitch. You guys I'm sure I'm going to get emails or tweets about my stupidity. Shut up. (laughs) Reading's hard. 
but yeah, uh, definitely not a kind spirit. It, it it's almost as if the, it's almost as if the spirit was like, like having a tantrum or something. You know how like your dog or your cat will just have like this this like just zoom of energy out of nowhere. They're just injected with energy. They just randomly start running around and shit like ah, blah, blah, you know. It could be that I don't know, but the fact that it was able to slam all the doors, run around, it stood in front of you, it was not afraid of you, it wanted to make its presence known, and it did. It did. Question: Does your mom still live in that house? Does anyone like? Does your family still live there? Can you give us more stories? We we need every time we have a ghost story episode, we need one from you. We need one from you. <laughs> has anyone else in your family uh, experienced this? Do they pretend like, oh, it's just the wind. The wind slammed all the doors. The wind was standing in front of you. Like, <laughs> I need to know, pretty Ricky. I I deserve to know. We all do. Right, listeners? Everybody uh, tweet at It's Pro Silly. Uh, so pretty Ricky will do what he's supposed to do. Um, <laughs> that is wild. Holy fucktard. Well, that sound's going to let us know that we are uh, coming to an end. If I can remember to do that, I'll add that in other podcast episodes in the future. But if there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's I rock the fuck out of cold reeds. One, also do not antagonize demons. Just don't do that. Professionally silly life rules, guys. I'm I'm just trying to keep you motherfuckers alive. That's my job. <laughs> this was a fun episode. Shout out to thoughtcatalog.com, Wikipedia, HuffingtonPost.com, or I guess it's HuffPost.com, and of course BuzzFeed. Uh, those are the dope ass sites that I use to find uh, our ghost stories. So that was fun. Also, shout out to Khadijah and now I know Pretty Ricky for their listener stories. Good God. Once again, if you do have a story that you want to share on this podcast, email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. If you do not know how to spell professionally yet, it is okay. Your phone and or computer should be able to autocorrect your ass. Okay, uh, it can be ghost stories, true crime stories, aliens, confessions, embarrassing moments, whatever you want, send them in. The rub is that the stories have to be about you or someone that is close to you. So let's do that. Um, God, yeah, send them in, send them in, whatever you want. This podcast covers a lot of awesome shit. And I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping in the future to be able to do a full listener story uh, full listener story episodes in the future because that would be dope as fuck. And you can, like, mini shows, you know? And you can uh, be anonymous if you would like. Just let me know. Uh, let me know so in your email. But yeah, we get enough of those listener stories coming in. We can definitely do some mini uh, minisodes in between uh, the episodes that I post every Friday. That can be kind of cool. Um, if you, you can also hit me up on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Both are at it's pro silly. I just signed I just signed up last week. So give a girl some time to catch up with those IG posts. I'm a bit behind as fuck. 
I'm working on it, working on it, working on it. And guys, guess what? In other news, your girl finally got herself another podcast review. And I'm excited as fuck about it. I love getting reviews on Apple Podcasts. Love it, love it, love it. Especially when they're positive ones. And now, now we got a new one and I'm super fucking pumped to share it. <laughs> so uh, this I this Apple podcast slash iTunes review is coming from Rachel to Crafty. First, let me start off by saying that uh, that is a dope ass name. And um, I hope that you go by Crafty for short. Yep, I'm corny. <laughs> so she starts the review with an amazing subject line. And I, I may be a bit biased, but she's not wrong. Um, the subject line reads funny lady. And may I add, there is the presence of an exclamation point. So that's how you know she meant it. (laughs) Um, she goes on to say, caught a funny as fuck tweet earlier this week and thought I'd give the podcast a try. No regrets, except I'm all caught up. <laughs> Love the idea of assorted topics. Um, keeps the keeps the excuse me. Keep up the great work, Amber, and people will discover you. It's crazy. I just said I was good at cold reads, and I couldn't read two sentences. I was really excited. Let's do a take two. Caught a funny as fuck tweet early this week. And I thought it was, I thought I'd give your podcast a try. No regrets, except I am all caught up. Love the idea of assorted topics. Keep up the great work, Amber, and people will discover you. See? There, a little better. Needed to take two. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, um, when <laughs> this review made my day, it, it has been a pretty good week. Celebrities have seen my face because of the viral video I made. Uh, Michelle Obama eventually will recognize that we're best friends. Um, and now I have a new listener who really enjoys my podcast. Tis a good day. It is. And the best part about this podcast is I don't have to trap myself in a box with just one topic. There are so many crazy things in this world to discuss. And life has life is and has never been just one thing. You know, I just I happen to have a knack to find the silly in a lot of things. Hence, professionally silly bitches. And uh, I, I, okay, I certainly hope that you guys, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that you guys will discover me and my content help me do that. I work super hard on, on my podcast and YouTube channel and um, the dream for me would to would be able to make content as a full time job, like the best job in the world, be the one that you love and also get paid to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Success to me is isn't being famous or even recognized. It's being able to take care of of myself and hopefully my future family, if I get one of those, by doing what I love. And uh, making people smile, laugh, think, and open their minds is it's a perk. <laughs> That's just a, a fantastic perk. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Uh, let me know by leaving me a five-star rating and written review on Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform that allows reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. But um, for those of you that that, uh, that have iPhones or iPads, iDevices, whatever, uh, that purple app that you never click or pay attention to that came with your phone, that is where you go to find this podcast and to leave a review. Hopefully a good one, fingers crossed. Um, the more good reviews I get, the better chance my podcast has to make the charts and uh, shit like that. So yeah. 
and it's also um it also puts this podcast on some sort of algorithm that will start suggesting my podcast to other people as they're scrolling through looking for a podcast to listen to so before i end this shout out to all my fellow kick-ass podcasters y'all doing the damn thing entertaining the world audibly and whatnot make sure you guys go ahead and support their podcast as well uh, that you, you know, let them know that you love them by leaving them a review and contacting them on their social media to let them know, support the creators out there, support them. Okay. Because a lot of them did not let the pandemic stop them from bringing you the content that you love that you ain't got to pay for. So show them some love. Thank you guys so much for joining me every week. It means the world to me. Um, make sure you guys check out the the show notes for more bonus information, like my social media information. I've got world's greatest videos, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, a YouTube channel that is also called Professionally Silly. We get crazy over there and it's very different from this podcast. So definitely give it a try. We, um, I have a paranormal blacktivity mini series on that, on that channel where I go to haunted destinations and, uh, do paranormal investigations. So you definitely want to check that out. You get to see me do it, which is a lot of fun. Um, so subscribe, fami, whatever, follow, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I would uh, love it if you would share. Uh, my podcast and my YouTube channel with as many people as you can to help me grow. I would love it because, you know, I'm a solo content creator. So I need as many uh, shares, retweets, likes, heart buttons, all that. I need all of it. Give give me all of it. Once again, I'm your Audible Boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Feel free to call in about any episode of Professionally Silly that you've heard through the Anchor app, or you can uh, call slash text my Google voice number for a chance to be featured on my podcast, 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. You can, uh, once again, contact me via email at it's pro silly. Actually, no, that's my Twitter. <laughs> you can contact me, my Twitter, it's pro silly, or my Instagram at it's pro silly. And once again, email is it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step, because there are pieces of shit everywhere. And if you're all caught up on the silly, check out these dope-ass podcast promos from a few of my favorite podcasts. Hey, gamer, my trusted companion, confidant, slash spirit animal. I don't know if I can convey to the audience how great this podcast is within 60 seconds. Wait, what? I mean, yeah, it's called the OD Podcast because all the information and things you may learn here may cause you an overdose. What? I mean, yeah, if you come here with an open mind, heart, perspective, you'll leave with everything plus some laughter. Yeah. What? What'd you say? I mean, yeah, we talk about everything under the sun, around the sun, and in the cosmos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Huh? What? And yeah, it's a perfect place to work on your verbal roundhouses. Damn it, I chose wisely. You heard him here, folks, all right? Here at the OD Podcast, where doses may vary, you get everything you need to become a better person and less of a jerk, all right? Come join us. We promise you'll learn and leave with something amazing. We love you. Come stay with us. (laughs) Hello. Check out our podcast, Great.
lesbians play video games. Every episode, we review a beer, talk about games we play, and recommend a podcast or something else. I'm Willie. I'm not your normal beer snob. I've been to more than 150 different breweries, but I always keep hams in the fridge. <laughs> I'm Ginger, and I am in the first Guinness World Record Book video game edition on the Tetris page. I'm Simon, and I can usually kick their butt in most video games. <laughs> We drink while we record. (laughs) Fuck yes, we do. (laughs) Find us wherever you find podcasts and enjoy.